the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. You see, friends, God has something good on order for you. And right now he's saying no to the present because he's going to say yes to the future. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. Jesus spoke a lot of parables. A parable is just a story. That's what it is. It's a short story that amplifies a particular truth or unfolds or focuses on or clarifies a particular truth in a very practical way. Jesus was the very best storyteller, and he told a lot of stories, and in so doing brought much truth to our hearts. Today we're going to learn about two things that are necessary on our part, and four things that are necessary, or the four things that, that he does in answer to prayer. The two things that we must do, our part, you you see it on the screen and also in your bulletin. Our part is persistence and patience. Say persistence and patience. Persistence and patience. This is what's going to prevail in receiving an answer to prayer if we are persistent and if we are patient. Now, there are four principles, three principles in this story. There is a widow, a villain, and an unjust judge. First, I want to tell you about the widow. Her two assets were persistence and patience. That's all she had. But when you have persistence and patience, you have faith. When you're coming before the Lord with a petition. Persistence, patience. You you might put it this way. Persistence plus patience equals faith. That's how faith works. Now here was this widow lady. She had these two assets. May God give us these assets also. And we have them if we'll just exercise them. A widow in that time of history, 2,000 years ago, and now we're not talking about 200 years ago, we're talking about the ancient world 2,000 years ago, a widow had nothing. She was without. Her husband was gone. She couldn't hold property in her name. She couldn't have money. Uh, And this widow, she's a widow, obviously. She's without a husband. She didn't have any children to help her, to defend her. She was completely without. Widows and orphans 2,000 years ago were in the same category. They were 
The only word I can think of is without. Now, there was a villain, a villain that kept harassing her. He was a bully. He may have been stealing food from her, but he was a, a, a nuisance to her and causing her a lot of hardship. Well, she didn't have family to stand up for her. She didn't have money to pay a lawyer or a judge. Uh, she, she was just completely without, and no education at all. Women absolutely didn't get any education back then at all. If anybody ought to be a Christian, I believe it ought to be a woman. <laughs> uh, in Christ, there's neither male nor female. We are one in him. Christianity has so elevated women. Jesus came into this world through the Virgin Mary, and women have been elevated uh, ever since and are continuing to be so. Well, this villain was tormenting her, and she didn't have any recourse but to go to this unjust judge. Now, this judge was a crook. He even said so. He admitted it. He said that he didn't fear God, uh, and he didn't respect people. He meant by saying that he didn't fear God that he didn't care anything about the future. He didn't even believe there was a God. He didn't fear God. If there is one, I don't care anything about him. And I don't care anything about people. At least he, he told where he was coming from. But he said, this woman, this woman is driving me up the wall, basically. She is a nuisance. Now, look at verse 3. Look at verse 3. If you have your Bibles, read it with me. Come on, together. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, grant me justice against my adversary. There are two words that I want you to see, maybe even underlined. I have them underlined in my Bible. Kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. Friend, anybody can quit and give up, even in spiritual things, in the spiritual life. But here was a woman that wouldn't quit. She had no quit in her. She kept coming. And this man, this judge, didn't have any recourse. He wasn't re couldn't relax because this woman kept coming. Now, God wants us to keep coming to the throne of grace and not to quit, not to give up. When we, our prayer isn't answered very quickly and when we think it should be, according to our timing, sometimes we grow lax and we think, well, I guess God's just not going to answer it. I, I don't know what goes on in our mind, but we just sort of move on to something else and we let it go. But I'm going to try to help you now by the help of the Holy Spirit to know how to keep going, to keep the fire burning, to, to keep the faith high and holy. Keep, she kept up. She kept coming. Now look at verse 1. Come on, read verse 1 with me in unison. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable, that's a story, to show them that they should always pray and not give up. See, I'm telling you exactly what Jesus said. I'm taking it right out of the Bible. Always pray. Always is always, isn't it? And not give up. Now, he knew. He was talking to his disciples, the 12 apostles. But he knew that we are people. We, we give up on so many things. Giving up people. 
But he said, if you'll just keep up, hang in there, stay at it, keep focused, keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking, keep, keep coming like this woman did. And the answer now, God is going to supply it, but he's going to supply it in the best way for you. He's going to answer your prayer. Patience. How many here really have patience? <laughs> the fruit of the Spirit. Patience. Most of us are short on patience. <clears throat> How many babies are born into this world with patience? <laughs> well, let me tell you about this young girl, a little girl. She had a piggy bank and she was filled up with money. Her dad and mother sat her down in the living room and uh, talked to her about what she should do with that money. She should take it to a commercial bank, put it on deposit, and she would get interest. Don't just keep it in that bank, in that piggy bank. And they thought they had explained it thoroughly and that she understood thoroughly. So the bank was only about two blocks from their house, and it was a very small town. Everybody knew everybody, and the dad knew the banker very well. So the little girl got ready. She was just so happy and so anxious. She wanted to open a savings account. She was growing up. And so the dad called the banker and said, my daughter's on her way down the street right now. And uh, she wants to open a savings account. And that uh, her mother and I will be in later today and we'll sign whatever papers need to be signed. So the little girl went into the bank and the president of the bank himself waited on her. And she turned the money over to her and he wrote her out a receipt and thanked her for her business and um, said goodbye, and the little girl just stood there. He said, well, is, is there something else that we can help you with? She says, I'm waiting on my interest. <laughs> Patience. <laughs> I want it now. I like the, how many, you know, many have, you have had children, you know how babies are. The baby wakes up in the middle of the night sometime, needs its diaper changed, and needs some food. It's hungry. The baby thinks, well, mommy and daddy worked hard all day today, and uh, I'll wait to a more convenient time. I, I can wait. I'll let this. No, it, it wants that diaper changed now, and it wants food right now, and it's going to keep crying until it gets attention. Now, that's the way a lot of us grown-ups, we keep whining until we get the attention that we want, don't we? <laughs> We, we don't have a whole lot of patience to wait. We want it now. Everything now. So we're grown up, but we're still very patient. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. Following an invitation for you to learn more about the Largo Community Church by visiting our website, largocc.org. There you'll find links to all the ministries the church has to offer, including Sunday school, men's and women's fellowships, small groups, youth ministries, and many more. There's also a link for you to join our live worship services every Sunday morning at 9 and 11 o'clock, and a donation tab where you can partner with us in reaching the metropolitan area with the Healing Word Ministry. We invite you to visit largocc.org and get involved in our dynamic and growing ministry the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. Now, 
Let's return to the conclusion of today's message. How, how many of you, parents particularly, have taken a road trip with a child? <laughs> I mean, a rather long road trip. This little four-year-old boy and his mother took this long road trip, and uh, the little boy, after a while, kept asking his mother, when are we going to get there? When are we going to get there? Over and over. When are we going to get there? After a while, the mother became irritated. And the mother said, raised her voice a little bit. She was driving. She says, we're going to get there when we get there. We have a ways to go yet. And stop asking me that same question over and over. When are we going to get there? Well, the little boy was silent for quite a while. And then timidly, the little four-year-old boy said, Mommy, will I still be four years old when we get there? (laughs) There's still a lot of child in us, isn't it there? Still is. Well, now God always answers prayer with three words. No matter what the answer is, it's I love you. I love you. No matter how that prayer is answered, it's I love you. All right, we're going to Look at number one. Look at number one in your bullet. You got your pencil out? You ready to go? I'll put number one on the screen. There it is. When conditions aren't right, God says what? When does he say no? When conditions aren't right, God says no. And even then, he's giving you exactly what you want. Because if he gave you what you were asking for, it wouldn't please you. It wouldn't benefit you. And so God knows what is best, and he says no. Now, about 42 years ago, 43 years ago, we were down at the school, the Largo Community Church. We were not at a permanent place. And I began to look for land where we could build a permanent home for the Largo Community Church. And I had more real estate people I was out on the highway with real estate people. We went down uh, the Largo Road, uh, Route 214, way down in there. That wasn't it. We looked. And we perked land. Boy, I know how to perk land. I I know how that works now. And then we came up Enterprise Road. We looked for land. Still couldn't find it. I mean, the hours, the days, the weeks, the months, even years. Do you know why God kept saying no? Because God had this land for us. God had something better for us. Now, I thought five acres would certainly be enough land for the Largo Community Church to have a permanent home. And there was this five acres down here that I really, really wanted. And I was so disappointed. But God said no, because he had nearly ten acres right here. Not five, but ten. And then I didn't know this. God said, there's two more acres over there I'm going to give you. So there's two acres that borders on Woodmore South. And then God had something more involved. He said, and there's 42-acre farm over here. I'm going to give that to you. So we have about 54, 55 acres. I was thinking, God, I want five. God said, I'm going to give you 55. (laughs) Oh, am I glad God said no. We would have been stuck. (laughs) But we're not stuck now. God knows best. Doesn't he know best? 
He knows what I didn't know. The two acres, the 10 acres, the 42 acres. I didn't know any of that. I was way down in Upper Marlboro area, way up here. And God said, I've got something better for you. But listen, friend, listen closely to this. God's delays are not his denials. We're just a lot of grown-up babies, aren't we? (laughs) God is coming through, and he has an answer. He's coming through. So uh, when God says slow, uh, sometimes we think, well, God doesn't answer my prayer because, because of doubt. No, Maybe, maybe it is doubt, but most of the time it's impatience. We just can't wait to get that answer. We think we need it right now, but God knows I've got a bicycle on order. I've got 55 acres on order. God is looking out for you. Always he answers his prayer with three words. What are the three words? I love you. Say that. You have an Abba father, a father who cares for you. Abba means dear Father, Father, I'm going to talk about that next week. We have God way up there, the great creator of heaven and earth and all the planets, and we're way down here, and he's there, and we're here. No, God said that can't be. Somehow the people have to know that I'm with them. So he sent Jesus down to be with us, to feel with us, to experience with us, to be one with us. So God's going to say low sometimes. You know, we live in, a, in an age, it's no wonder we have some difficulty with our prayer life. We live in, a, in, in an age where everything is fast, real fast. We want everything fast. It, it, we have a, we're inflicted with a disease called hurry-up-itis. <laughs> hurry-up-itis. Now, I, I'm driving five miles over the speed limit. I look down a lot of times, I'm five miles over the speed limit, and all of a sudden, zoom, there goes Phil Mazza by me. <laughs> he didn't even know it was me. <laughs> hey, Phil, look. <laughs> this, this, this man came up to the traffic light, and it was red. He stops his car, and he waits. A lot of cars lined up behind him. The light turns green. He accelerates, and when he accelerates, the car goes, Oof, and stalled. The horns start blowing. It was like a choir, an orchestra. <laughs> and, uh, and he tried, all oh, that he tried to get that thing going. And he could not get that car started. And finally, he got out of the, his car. He walked back to the car right behind him. And he said to the man, he said, sir, he said, I don't know what happened. My car stalled. I've done everything. I've tried everything. I cannot get it started. He said, would you mind going up to my car and giving it a try? And I'll stay back here and honk your horn. <laughs> We're in a hurry. I see them you know, shoot through that yellow light even after it turns green, red. Still go through. We're, we're always in a hurry. Friend, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up as on wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. God has something good on order. But things have to be right. When conditions aren't right, God says no. 
When the time isn't right, God says slow. How about this one? When you are not right, God says grow. (laughs) What do you think about that one? Some of us need some spiritual growth. We need to grow. Now, God is more interested in you than he is in answering your prayer. It's like your child. You are more interested in your child and your child's welfare than giving your child everything he or she wants. You'll say no to your child because I love you. Those three words, I love you. It's best for your child. Oh, I wanted my driver's license, particularly when I was 14 and a half, 15 and a half, how I wanted my driver's license. My parents kept saying, absolutely not. You have to wait until you're 16. If I'd have gotten my driver's license, somehow it would have been a disaster. I wasn't mature, ready enough to get out there. Sometimes our parents know best, don't they? Sometimes even God knows best. (laughs) He knows best all the time. But God is interested in you. He cares for you. And he is getting you ready for something great and beautiful. He really is. He's getting you ready. So some of us need to grow. We need to have the fire kindled in our hearts again for him and for service and for love and for worship and be consistent at it. We want him to be Johnny on the spot, very consistent in hearing me. But we sort of take off once, take a, a spiritual break or vacation. So some of us need to grow in the Lord. Number four, look at number four. Come on, read it. But when everything is right, God says, go. When conditions aren't right, no. When timing isn't right, slow. When I'm not right, grow. But when everything is right, and friend, it'll come. You're going to get that two-wheel bicycle. You're going to get that 55 acres or whatever it is that you're seeking. God knows and he is blessing and the blessing is going to come. When everything is right, then the miracle happens. Barriers tumble. Mountains are conquered. Problems disappear. Closed doors open. Friend, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Just keep looking up. Notice what Jesus said. They should always pray and not give up because God is on the throne. He's looking out for you and me and he's going to answer prayer. And if the prayer isn't answered the way or when, just trust God. Keep praying. Don't get discouraged. Keep looking up. There's a miracle on its way. God is doing it. And it's going to bless you and it's going to bless your family going to bless other people. It's going to bring glory and honor to God. What a God we serve. What a God you serve. He's an Abba. He's a dear, dear God. You have a dad in heaven. You're his child. Listen to your parent. Your parent knows what's best and you're going to get the best because that's all God gives. The best. Can you say praise the Lord? Praise the Lord. We're going to bow before the Lord. You take the, that outline that you have. That's something that you can use, particularly in days or months or years to come until Jesus comes. And when you pray, 
Trust God because God's going to come through for you. And watch how he does it. And it's going to be wonderful. We hope that today's message has been a blessing and has strengthened your faith in God. But before we go, here is Pastor Jack Morris with a special invitation. I want to thank you for listening to The Healing Word. I pray deeply that you are finding healing through God's Word, emotionally, mentally, physically. You can be part of The Healing Word ministry by praying and giving financially. Others need to hear God's Word and receive God's healing touch, and you can be God's instrument in reaching out to them by supporting The Healing Word with your prayers and financial gifts. Friend, I need your help. I truly thank you and bless you in the name of Jesus for your prayers and financial support. Go to Largo Community Church website, largocc.org, that's L-A-R-G-O-C-C.org, for the mailing address and to learn more about the Healing Word Ministries. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.